Hello and welcome to the Rise of Her podcast. I'm your host, Roxanne. I'm a mum of four, wife and business owner. This is the podcast where we talk self-development, health and wellness, mindset, balancing career and family and everything in between. Think of me as your supportive bestie as we grow together and become the best versions of ourselves. If you want to create a life that you love, then you're in the right place. Hello everyone and welcome back to another guest episode of the Rise of Her podcast. In today's episode, I chat to Lauren, the face behind our heritage and co, Lauren Warwork Creative and the Wedded Memoirs. Lauren is a super creative mum and business owner based on the Gold Coast in Queensland and she spends a lot of her time either shooting beautiful weddings or creating content for brands. In this episode, Lauren and I chat about how and why she started her businesses, how important it is to stay educated and a little bit on energy exchange. I hope you guys enjoy this conversation with Lauren. Hey Lauren, welcome to the Rise of Her podcast. Hey. Hey. (laughs) Um, Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I'm really excited to hear a little bit about you and your story. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here to chat today. So to start with, can you tell our listeners who you are and a little bit about what you do? So hi, I'm Lauren. I am a photographer, mum, country girl, cancer baby at heart, and I love being by the water. I'm based on the Gold Coast, but born and raised in New Zealand. I own a wedding photography business, Our Heritage & Co., and also a wedding content creation business that I just started. And then I also do content creation for brands and everything like that. So I do a little bit of everything. Keeps me very busy and happy. You do a lot of creative work, right? Yeah. 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 Tell me like how you started your business and I guess that moment where you really realized that you could do that for yourself. I guess it was like in COVID, those times where we weren't going anywhere and I just had my daughter and I just wanted to learn how to take photos without it being blurry. (laughs) So I just jumped in and I did like a mentoring course and I literally brought my camera the day of the course I unpacked it in the car and I didn't know how to even turn it on. So I went from that in like 2020 and it's 2023 now. Um, So I guess that's how it started as a hobby. And then last year in about September, I really decided like I've got to put my big girl pants on and not treat this as like a hobby anymore and really like go for it and put everything in it. And I was like, what do I have to lose if I don't? like succeed but then at the same time I wasn't even thinking I wouldn't succeed um so yeah that's how it started and then I just wanted to do what I love while still being able to be a mum and have like a flexible life and lifestyle and travel with my work so I wanted to create that life for myself so that's why I was like I've got to do it I guess just jump in just jump in go Um, Did you find when you decided that you were going to start a photography business that there was already inquiries coming in or was it just kind of something you were like, I'm going to do this and you just just started taking photos of other people? I just started and started taking photos. Like I didn't grow up on the Gold Coast and I didn't go to school, so I didn't really know anyone anyway. So I really built everything from scratch, like from the bottom um, and also like my social circle and everything from the bottom. So I just started off um, advertising it on social media at a super low price 
And then just from there, it's just grown to where it's at today. I love that. It's so scary to like put yourself out there and even just start and be like, no, like I know that I'm going to be able to do this because it's really scary. Yeah, it's so scary. So I know that you mentioned earlier that you have just recently started a content creation business. Mm. So like, tell me a little bit about that because I know that that is started, like that's something so new and Um, I haven't seen a lot of people doing it, but I remember me and my husband were talking about it and we were saying like, it'd be so good, especially now if like we could see some businesses popping up in the wedding industry for that because people want their photos and they're not carrying their phones around. So yeah, tell me about how that started, how you got that idea and kind of the process there. Yeah. So I've been doing wedding photography for a couple of years. And when I started, I always kind of second shots. I was like the second shooter for the main photographer. And I would take like BTS videos of them and like tons of BTS. So they would have content for their own page. And then it went on to me doing my own weddings and I was just creating my own content. And then a lot of wedding vendors and even my couples really loved the reels that I were making for them. And they were usually the ones that would perform the best like on social media. And I get a ton of inquiries from just my reels. So I was like, obviously there's a need here for it and it's also so quick so I deliver the content within 24 hours whereas if you wait for your photos it usually takes two weeks and like a feature film takes three weeks so I find like there's that need now especially with so many social media platforms to have something to share quite quickly after your event so yeah I just created it honestly in July (laughs) <laughs> yeah I know it's so recent and like how is that how is that going like have you got a lot of inquiries there like have you done a lot of projects yeah I've done quite a lot and it worked in really well with the timing of when I went down to Melbourne and had a, an editorial content workshop down there with a really really amazing um, photographer Lele um, and I just captured heaps of content while I was down there and then from that as well yeah, I've had tons of inquiries and even TikTok. Yeah, like post, TikTok it, you can post them on TikTok and then you get heaps. Yeah, and I don't even have like, I just started, so I don't have that many followers, but I've had heaps of inquiries from TikTok. Yeah, it's really interesting. TikTok's becoming such a searchable platform. Yeah, I actually use it more than I do Google. Do you? That's yeah. interesting. I don't, I don't use TikTok that much like as I still use Google first but if I can't find what I'm looking for on Google TikTok is the next place that I go yeah so yeah it only makes sense because it's way more relevant and it kind of shows you more stuff in real time I find yeah and like the videos and everything you can actually see like what it is rather than like just lots of words on a screen yeah so I could see like just from like what you're saying before you obviously really value upskilling and education Oh, yeah. What is it that kind of gets you to want to educate yourself a little bit more on these things that you're already doing? I always kind of wanted to go to university, actually. I always have loved, well, in high school, I wasn't great at paying attention. So I didn't really do well at school, but I wasn't dumb. So I always wanted to go to uni, but I just didn't. I got married and had a daughter and stuff. So I've always valued education and I've seen where it can take you. But I think starting your own business, I had no idea what I was doing, like finances and like business stuff and even photography, like I had no idea. And I really value people's 
use of their money, if that makes sense. Like I don't want them to spend money on me if I don't feel confident in myself and my skills. So I think that's what drives me to go to different workshops, invest in online courses and get coaches and everything because I want to feel more confident in myself. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like I want to know that I am capable because I have invested the money into that Mm -hmm. and I have learned and I know what I need to do. So I feel like, yeah, wanting to be confident pushes me to like learn more. And I'm like a sponge. I like just look up everything. Anyone's like dropping online courses. I'm like, yep, that's me. Thank you. <laughs> like for me, I really struggle with buying online courses, right? I have bought maybe one or two and I find it really hard to choose an educator, I guess, in a space and then, and you know, like, and then invest my money in it and not really knowing a hundred percent if I'm going to get my worth out of it. So do you have like any advice for that? I would say, look at their community. Yeah. Like look at the community they have and um, obviously like social proof, that's massive. Um, But who they are as a person, if you actually connect with what they're saying, if what they say resonates with you, I need someone that I feel I can relate to. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like pretty much just sold on everything <laughs> that they're going to release because I just believe in them as a person and I trust them. And the community obviously does as well. And then I also want to be a part of that community because I work for myself. I want to create and be a part of all that stuff as well. So yeah, social proof. Check out the social Massive. proof. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'd love to hear about like a pivotal moment that you had where your perspective on yourself or on your business really, really changed? I would have to say, I think that was about November 2021. I was only primarily doing family sessions. I wasn't really doing weddings, Um, but I wanted to scale my business. So I wanted to obviously get more income. So I released these mini sessions, not knowing I would book out so much, like hoping I would, but then I booked out way more than I thought took on way more than I could I delivered everything but the sacrifice there was I didn't spend much time with my family during November and December and I love family time December is like family month but I didn't know that about myself until that happened so I had like six shoots back to back for like weeks like weeks 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 and then I was just editing 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 And I think that made me realize, like, what is my core value here surrounding it? And is it me getting more money or is it me spending more time with my family? Because I created my business for both. But what is more important? And I think that's what really changed my business where it's like, okay, I need boundaries. I'm not going to book more than I can. I'm going to make sure family events are booked out. I don't like in my calendar, I don't book anything around family events. And everything I do now revolves around that core value of, will this give me more time with my family or will it take away time from my family? Oh my God. I literally love that so much. You have no idea how much that speaks to me because I had, I literally had the same moment. It would have been a few weeks ago. I was like, I'm taking on too much work right now. I can't, I feel like I'm not really seeing my kids, even though they're right there. I feel like I'm not present with them. Present, yeah. Yeah. And that's so important to me because that is exactly like exactly what you said. Like that's why I started my business. And 
it's why I do what I do and it's so that I can be with them Mm -hmm. and if I'm taking that time away like what is that what does that tell me yeah so I really love that you shared that thank you for sharing that I think when those things happen though like it just is a flag to show you that you need to realign Mm -hmm. so it's nothing bad it's I think it's a good thing when you're like oh like this doesn't feel good what can I do to change it kind of thing and then ever since then I've not booked like more than I can handle and I think that really got rid of mum guilt as well because I really had a ton of mum guilt um like I'd be at shoots and wishing I was at home or editing when I wished I was like playing with my daughter who was watching a tv program but I knew I had to edit so yeah it really triggered a lot of like boundaries that I needed to create within my own life and business life yeah yeah mum guilt's huge it is so massive and if you can really notice those times when you have those that overwhelming mum guilt you kind of have to yeah that's exactly what you need to do you need to sit step back realign and like ask yourself if this is exactly what you need to be doing to be where you want to be. I feel like everything has a season as well and nothing lasts forever. So like when your kids are young, that's not going to be forever. Yeah. They're going to go to school, you know, and then when they're at school, they're going to be in high school and then they're going to be gone, you know? So everything is a season. I like to think of it like that. And maybe it's just not the season for you right now to be doing all of that work. Yeah, I totally agree. I love the mind frame around everything in life as a season. Yeah. Because it's so true. Like for me, if I can, if I'm going through something really hard and I look at it like this is just a winter for me, yeah. that I find it much easier to keep chugging along and go, okay, cool, spring's coming. It's a natural season. I also think for women, like our natural cycle, Yeah, I feel like everything is related, so... I don't know about you because I know that you train as well, but when you kind of listen to your cycle a little bit more, it's so much easier to train. Much easier. Not me trying to do like my heaviest lifts like on the the week of my period. Like, oh my gosh. And then I learned like, huh, you're going to be weak as F. So don't be discouraged. (laughs) You can't lift your heaviest weight and you're trying to PBs on that week. Like, do it the week. Yeah. I was doing all of my PBs the week before my period. Yeah. That just didn't work. Didn't yeah. work. And then it'll be like the week, it may be like a week and a half after. I was feeling really strong. And I'm like, oh, we could have hit a heavier deadlift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, moving on from that, like what advice would you give to somebody who wanted to start their own business today? I'd say just do it. Just do it. But <laughs> yeah, just do it. But like write out a plan of what you want to do and then also really find your core values first. I feel like you really have to find your core values so you can show up in your business in the way that you want to and then invest in education and mentors and coaches that you can trust because that will really take your business from like where it is now to like where you want it to be like you may not know the steps but they do so they'll help you get there yeah Mm -hmm. I love that because I really value books for that reason Mm. I love to read because I'm reading from someone's experience and what they've learned already so I don't have to go through it myself yeah so yeah so I love what you said about investing in like mentors and coaches because they they do know those steps 
And yeah, they already know. Yeah, and it's massive because they, they've seen the problem. They've either gone through it themselves or they've seen it a thousand times before. So they know exactly where to direct you. Like I had a business coach for a few years and that was probably like one of the best invest. It was a massive investment financially, mm-hmm. but it was probably one of the best things I ever did because even though I'm no longer doing that, I still have learned everything that I learned over those few years and it's the best because I can apply it to everything that I do now. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like when you surround yourself with people that are successful or people that you like, you want to kind of be like them or have their kind of success, like it's easier to come to you because you're, you have that same kind of mindset and that yeah. same kind of vibration, like you're associating yourself with that person. Mm -hmm. so it kind of helps you level up as well like you see a different perspective of everything have you ever been in a group of people where you found yourself really drained like you were just giving a lot yeah 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 multiple times I feel like I feel like it's a strength but also a weakness and I don't know if other cancer babies like understand it either like I feel like we're huge empaths and we feel emotions so deeply I can pick up the vibes way before I even get in the room and it affects me on a deeper level and I'm trying to work on that so I don't take on other people's emotions like that's your stuff it's not mine you know I gotta cut that kind of cord there it's a huge thing that I am working on but people can work on it like you don't have to always feel that way it's so interesting that you say I've I've met a lot of cancers, right? Because I'm a Taurus. No, um, I feel like Taurus and Cancer and Pisces, we all kind of get along. One of my like best friends from a while ago, I absolutely loved how empathetic she was. Well, she mm. still is. She probably still is. But yeah, she was such a great friend to have. Uh, but I found because she's so easy to talk to and can yeah. really understand how, like she really understood how I was feeling. It was very easy to offload to her and yeah. as easy, like it's great. It's great for me, but it was great for me. I'm very aware of it now. Um, but for her, I can only imagine like how exhausting that could have been. Yeah. And I yeah. think that like that brings up another conversation of how important it is to like ask people if they have the space to take stuff on. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I totally get it too, because <laughs> I'm like talking, I talk to like random people all the time and then like a couple like sentences into the conversation they're already telling me like their deep stuff and it's not like I'm like whoa I don't want to know this it's more like I respect that you feel safe enough to tell me yeah so I'm grateful for that that you feel like safe enough but yeah I've been working with like an like an energetic person to help me not take on other people's things because it's not mine it's theirs but I can support I don't need to carry I think it's super important and I could, it's a very common thing with cancers, <laughs> but it's so beautiful. Like it's such a beautiful trait to have. But then you, again, yeah. it's like over people pleasing, yeah. you know, as yeah. well. So you've got to kind of check yourself and watch it as well. I wanted to ask that question about like the group thing, because I know you were saying like, it's really good to have people who can make you feel like you level up. So do you have like any advice or like tips for people if they are struggling to find a group of people who are a little bit more like-minded or can help them feel like, let like a little bit more supported, especially mm-hmm. as an adult, like it's so hard. It's so hard to make new friends as an adult, especially if you're self-employed. Yes. <laughs> um, so hard and especially if you don't grow up in the area where you currently live mm-hmm. like I found it really hard and especially if you're going into an area that is quite clicky you know like they have their circles 
but something that I would that I've done is I write down I have like a check-in session and then I write down where I want to be and who the type of person I want to be and then I'll figure out where those people are if that makes sense so what do they do what gyms do they go to um what do they do in their spare time and then I'll just do that like I'll try to either join a gym or something like that I've done that before and I made really good friends from joining just a gym Mm -hmm. um for example I also go to like dance classes oh I saw that I love yeah I go and I was like I want to be more in my feminine energy so where do I go to get into that so I joined dance classes and I've made heaps of friends from that so It's figuring out the people that you want to be around. Where do they go? What do they do? And then put yourself in there. Mm -hmm. I feel like as an adult, you just have to take the initiative to like do that. Yes, I totally agree. Yeah. And it's, it's because you're doing that stuff for yourself. You're not only like creating the version of you that you want to become, you also get to meet the people who want to do the same things as you do. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so as you grow as a person, you're already surrounded by those people that are doing what you're already do- wanting to do. So I think that's great advice. It's a it. life hack, I feel. And yes. you might feel like an imposter at the start because mm-hmm. it's a completely different vibe or people that you're used to surrounding yourself with. But over time, the person that you want to be will merge with the person that you are. So mm-hmm. the only way that you can become the version of that you of you that you want to be is to do the things that that person would do. Exactly. Yeah. It's so scary, though, as an adult to like put yourself out into these new spaces. Like the only reason I can do it now is because I made myself do those things so many times when I was uncomfortable doing it. Mm-hmm. And then it became like I became more comfortable every single time I went to things. Like I go to a lot of events by myself and if I want to go do a class, I'll go do it by myself. And it's, it kind of forces you to have to talk to other people as well. If you're by yourself. It's a good way though, to like get out of your comfort zone and you don't realize how much you can grow until you push yourself out. And then you're like, whoa, like this is a whole whole new perspective a whole new version of myself that I didn't even know I had within me I just had to push myself you know you can always go a little bit more too a little bit further than you think you could before okay so are you ready to move on to some rapid fire questions yes if you can answer them in a sentence or less that'd be great the first question is what motivates you to get out of bed in the morning the feeling of accomplishment at the end of the day what is the worst piece of advice you've ever received don't listen to your feelings what is the best piece of advice you've ever received it was from this beautiful american couple when i was in japan and he randomly just told me don't settle and i was like "Mm, don't settle what is the most rewarding thing about your businesses I don't know if I can answer this in one sentence. Living the life that I want to live, traveling with it and meeting amazing people and seeing amazing connections. And what was your dream job, quote unquote, dream job when you were younger? This is going to sound so funny, but I just wanted to be a mom. (laughs) I wanted to be a mom with like my kids in this nice country house with my chickens and dog and a cat with a farm and make cute little lunches for my kids and have everything nicely organized in my house and just relish in that moment of being a nurturing mum. I asked somebody that question last week and they said it was to be a mum as well and the amount of people who like forget that that can be something that you want to be right you don't have to want this like big luxurious life like you can want a simple life so 
I love that. I wanted to be a vet. <laughs> oh, that's cool too. Yeah, but then I went, my dad was like, oh, I'll um, I'll get you into see one of the vets so you can see what they do. Mm. And they put a thermometer up this little dog's butt. And I was like, this is not for me. Like trauma. Never again. I was like, no, I remember it. Every time I think about it, I'm like, I know that moment. I saw the dog's face, like the fear in that dog's eye. So oh. I was like, I don't want to do that to dogs. No, I always wanted to be a mum. And then yeah. like after that, it was always like a psychologist or something that was going to help people. You know, yeah. I always wanted to help people. So it's always been like after being a mum, I'll do that. It's in our nature to help people. I feel like mm. a lot of the time. Sometimes it gets lost, but most of us are there to help. If you can find a way to do that, that still fulfills you and is still serving others, then that's like, I feel like that's like exactly what life is about. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you're fulfilled. If you have that fulfilled feeling at the end of the day, then you're doing the right thing. Yeah, I agree. Do you have any final little tidbits that you want to share? Maybe something that you feel like somebody might need to hear today? If it's not working out and if it doesn't feel good, you have permission to change it. Don't feel like you have to be stuck in a situation that doesn't feel good to you on a deep level. You have the permission to change. You can evolve and completely be a different person if you want to be. Don't feel trapped and go the path of least resistance. We're going to cry. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Let me tap into my intuition for a second. Oh my gosh. I'm going to like, I'm like tearing up because like, I feel like I needed to hear that today. I literally do. Like sometimes I'll ask this question and people will tell me exactly what I needed to hear. I'm like, oh, oh, you're talking to me. Like, (laughs) no, thank you so much for sharing that. That was so beautiful. I think I'm on that journey too of like, go on the least resistance. Like don't push it. If it doesn't feel like it's flowing, let it go, go the other way. That feels least resistance. And then just tell yourself life happens for me. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah, It's going to be okay at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. I truly believe in that, like having that trust in the universe, I guess, that it will work out the way that you need it to work out regardless. Like Mm -hmm. maybe it doesn't feel good at the moment, but it's going to propel you forward. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like like if you're spiritual in the woo-woo side with crystals and stuff, it's like the universe. If you trust in the universe and just let it go, it will happen for you. Then also like on the religious, spiritual side, if you have faith and just let go, it's the same thing. You know, God or whoever you believe in will give you what you need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything happens for a reason. And then there's always a season. It's just to have faith in in the progress, in the in the journey. Yeah, it sounded a bit like a rap, hey? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Stray rap. Love it so much. Okay, sorry, I'm just like absorbing that for a second. So before we wrap up, did you want to let listeners know where they can find you? Yeah, I am on everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) I'm on Instagram and TikTok as Lauren Warwick. My business is also Our Heritage and Co on Instagram and TikTok and The Wedded Memoirs Instagram and TikTok. And then I also do content creation as Lauren Warwick Creative on Instagram. Okay, I will link everything. I will link everything in the show notes anyway. So people can easily find you and check out your work. But yeah, thank you again. I appreciate your time so much. I'll chat to you soon anyway. Thank you for having me. Bye. What did we think about this episode? I absolutely love chatting with Lauren and I 
loved hearing her insight. One of the biggest takeaways for me was what she said about giving yourself permission to change. I really feel like we hold ourselves back a lot, kind of waiting for somebody to tell us it's okay to leap or to take a chance. So if you needed to hear that today, like I did, I hope it inspired you. Thank you again, Lauren, for being on the podcast and thank you all for listening. Tune in next Thursday for another guest episode. But until then, have an incredible week and I will be in your ears again soon. Bye. Thank you again for listening to the Rise of Her podcast. I am a one woman show. So if you have a moment to leave a review, I would really, really appreciate it. Thank you again and bye for now.